Hi, my name's Matt, and this is a podcast about life after the coronavirus vaccine. Welcome to episode 12. Before we jump into this week's episode, I wanted to do a little follow-up on last week's topic. Of course, it would be that on the same day last week's episode came out, expressing my admiration for the beautiful words of Nigella Lawson, that the Observer Food magazine would publish an interview with the Queen herself. After an episode where I celebrated the social nature of food and the sweetness of having shared moments of connection over food last week, I was struck by the following answer where Nigella articulates the unique joy of cooking for oneself. While I admit to being something of a feeder, to say the least, I love cooking just for myself. I can't help thinking more people would enjoy cooking if they didn't think that the whole point of it were to feed others. What makes so many of us anxious in the kitchen is feeling we're going to be judged. And from that can come such a crippling fear of failure. And that, in turn, engenders a self-consciousness that can really get in the way of unencumbered spontaneity. When you're cooking just for yourself, of course, you don't want to end up with something disgusting or even disappointing. But it's not quite the same as having a table full of people to feed. And by being less stressed about the result, you can really concentrate more on the process Allow yourself to experiment and take risks and feel your way and find ease in the kitchen. When I cook for myself, I'm essentially just thinking aloud by the stove and I relish that. And while this is liberating for all cooks, I do think making food to eat just for oneself can be essential for women, in particular as it frees cooking from being an act of service to others. However, I don't feel that the food I cook when I'm alone differs appreciably from the food I cook for others. To a large degree, the way one cooks is so much a function of personality that I'm not sure how I would begin to cook any differently. I think I've probably spent so much over the past year thinking about missing food with friends that I'd let this simple joy pass me by. But now Nigella points it out, I think back on all the moments over this year in particular where cooking for myself has been such a sweet relief and release. All the creative experiments free from the need to impress or please anyone. All the spontaneous and responsive adaptions to recipes that help them to just hit the spot just right. All the self-care of making nourishing meals for myself, not just the ones calmly and soothingly prepared over hours of peaceful kitchen meditation, but the ones scrambled together with scraps of time between Zoom meetings and more laptop jobs too. I'm so very grateful to have social food back again. But thanks to Nigella, I'm reminded to be grateful for all the antisocial food too. It's it's twenty past three 
on Thursday, the 22nd of April, and um, I've just had the text message to book my second vaccination appointment. Yes! Okay, I'm doing it now. 30. Put my date of birth in. I'm putting it in. It's in for Sunday. 10 past 10 on Sunday. Confirm. Yes. Oh. Vaccination 2 is booked. Sunday, 10 past 10. Oh, that feels so good. That feels so good. I'm having an orange twirl to celebrate. I knew it was coming. I knew that 11 weeks from my first jab, the invite for dose two was due and the wait was killing me. But today, the wait is over. Well, kind of. My second shot is booked for Sunday, exactly 11 weeks from the first one, which kick-started this podcast and this journey to freedom. As I record this, It's just a few days away. As this episode comes out, I will be on my way, walking to Royal Southants Hospital to begin the end of my vaccination story. Probably, for all but the most keen of you, by the time you hear this, I will be double-dosed. And that, my friends, is very, very exciting. So what does this all mean? Thinking ahead to Sunday and to the few weeks afterwards when my immunity is at its strongest, what does this mean? There's the obvious scientific answers. The more data that comes out, and there have been some particularly positive reports this week, the more I get to feed my mind with tangible evidence that the protection of vaccination, that which is essentially unseen, unfelt and invisible. It's very much real. But it's not just data and statistics. This stuff really means something. In lots of ways, the British strategy of lengthening the gap between first and second doses has been justified. The data around immunity and protection for the most vulnerable has given confidence that Many have been kept safe by those choices. But on a personal level, I've really appreciated it too. In the weeks immediately following dose one, so little changed. But accompanied by the gradual easing of restrictions, over the past five weeks or so, I have had a gentle transition back to some more normality and some extra freedom. 
my soul needed that gentleness. And I feel like having more limited protection from a single dose really helped to both gently ease me from my secluded security, whilst also reminding me to be cautious and careful. My second shot comes at a time when I feel more ready and when I know I am more safe, there will be more of the world to be open to again. It's a theme I keep coming back to, but Dose 2 really brings it home. Not just that more is possible now, but that slowly more feels possible for the future too. It means other protections can start to fall away, although as long as I am asked, I shall wear my mask and keep my distance and wash my hands and let fresh air in because it is not just about myself, but others too. And it means I can slowly start to see the parts of my life that will return. I feel like saying I cannot wait, but that's not quite true. I can wait. I will wait and I will continue to be cautious and caring towards others. But, and perhaps for the first time, I don't just feel that yearning for my life back, but I can also see the path ahead to get there. There are still steps to walk and not run, but it feels more clearly laid out than ever. Starting on Sunday with my second shot. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you've enjoyed it, you can follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your podcast player of choice. You can find the podcast on social media at Life After Vax, V-A-X, on Twitter and Instagram. And if you'd like to reach out for a more meaningful connection, you can drop me an email. Hi at lifeaftervax.com. Until next time.